What's up, man? Rob Love right here, baby. But I'm going against her because it's Rob Love right here, Def Jam. So do you really oh shit! Special guest. What up? Yeah, we over here hanging out, man. I did. Yeah, little. Yeah, man. It's my man carrying the culture right here. What's up, bro? Look at you, Jojo Pellegrino, episode fifty-seven, carrying the culture show. He out on the road. Man, big up to my man PA Dre Beats for that fucking that nightmare shit is fire. I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you, bro. What's up with you, man? Man, you, I, I, wanna, I wanna be like you. I wanna be like you smiling. Yo, you always I smiling. That makes you. me happy. You're always happy. Yo, I see you all the time smiling. I'm like, yo, like, yo, that's that's the way to be, man. You living life. Yo, bro, listen, we're alive, bro. We gotta be happy. Shout out everybody on the check in. I see you guys right now, man. Salute. Yeah. Ryan, what's up? Carrying the culture, what's up, bro? I love what you do. What's up with you, man? All right, man. Let's let's get into it. You got some time? I mean, what's good? You, you... bro? Listen, I got time for you. It don't matter. I'm gonna, All right, let's let's I'm, go. So here doing my thing, and I still got time for you. Nah, bro. I mean, I, it's been done before. Ain't nothing. Let's get it, Joe. The connection's good and everything. So it's all it's all it's all good, yo. So fuck it. Uh, yo, real quick, everybody, if you got questions for Joe, Joe, please use the questions featured down below. I can pull them up that way you can see them. Also, yes. just like. Yes, just like on the page, if you get on any fuck shit, just like on the page, I will send your ass home. I ain't fucking around, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Just ahead of time, yes, I am a lesbian, so don't nobody ask me that shit. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, this is why I need the more I'll admit it. minutes, I'll, man, for real. I'll, I'll admit it. I love, I love women. I can't help you know. it. I'm a lesbian. I'm just going to come right out here on this show and admit it right now. Um, you said you was going to get on some knucklehead shit, so we, we, we starting off on the right. I'm already on my knucklehead shit. I can see that. Yo. Um, hey, yo, thank you for playing a lot of my favorite hip-hop songs on your on your Instagram page. We're going to talk about that, too, because you made a good point the other day in your live about that shit, about how some of them shits back in the day was, wasn't the hottest shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, But, yeah. if, if, but, but also, conversely, we'll get into that. Conversely, some shit back in the day that I clowned, I could probably I could tolerate more now based on how fucked up shit is to be honest with you. Um so of course you can. And there's nothing like those records that we love back in the days that we go to check now and we love them more now. Those, those are good ones too. Facts. Facts. Yo, the, the first thing I want to say man is I, I really appreciate the authenticity that comes through in your music. Like like I get like without even knowing you, I feel like I know you. Like, okay, this is where this cat's coming from. This is his, this is. There's no like, there's no ambiguity with you, and and I I feel like I I, I appreciate like when I hear your music, I'm like, all right, this cat's on his shit. He on his he on his Staten Island shit, and and I and I really appreciate just hearing that come through in your music. Oh, that's one. That's the first thing I wanted to say. I gotta represent where you're from, bro. Rule number one in hip hop. Facts. And we, I want to keep talking about this Staten Island shit because I spent a lot of time out there the past three or four years um, on, on South Shore. So I, I got a lot of questions and some things about, about, some, uh, about Staten Island. So, yeah. Let me start by saying it's an absolute pleasure to be fucking with you right now, right here, right now. Yeah, likewise. You're a beautiful soul, beautiful person. You know what I mean? And, and everything you say is relevant. Everything you say is real deal, man. You know what I mean? I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what is it about the South Shore Staten Island? Let's talk about it, man, because I got a lot of questions. It's a different world out there, and it's a, Staten Island's a different animal in general from the other New York City boroughs. It's, it's different. And um, so I got questions. Well, so because we all know Stapleton, Wu-Tang, da-da-da-da-da, you know what I mean, and all that. North, North, North Shore. I came. I went out to Staten Island. I saw, like, like you said, especially you really got into it in the Where I'm From Part Two. That's how I got to really. I can't. I got hip to you late. Like, I got hip late, and I heard Where I'm From Part Two. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, like talking about, like, because I knew some shit going on. Like, that's like, who the fuck is this guy? Yo, that's me reaching, bro. That's me reaching, bro. That's me reaching just to keep it honest with hip hop, right? They told me a long time ago you want to be who you really are. And you want to represent where you're really from. Just so happens, a lot of times, my neighborhood really don't want to be represented in hip-hop. So I got a tougher job than everybody else. But you know what? At the same time, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. Hold on. I got, I got to send somebody home real quick. I got to send somebody home real quick. Thank you. See you. Um, yeah. So my question is, like, 
how were you vibing like back in the day? Like, I mean, because you you know you rock with Wu Tang Cats, and that's on Stapleton's completely different than the South Shore and all that park. So, how were you moving back in the day, like as a, as a youngin, like you know what I'm saying, linking up with these cats? Well, you know, it's kind of funny growing up in a, a predominantly Italian neighborhood, sprinkled with a bunch of Irish people, pretty much a white neighborhood, right? My mother worked in East New York. My father worked on the Staten Island Rapid Transit. All of their friends in, in our household, their friends were beautiful people of color, Latin people, uh, uh, different types of black people, all that other stuff. So my household was different. So we had different guests over. I had different little boys that I was playing with when I was little, right? And uh, and I was just exposed to the culture at an early age. You know, when I was, my mother brought the X-Clan to the house when I was 16 years old, all that. Yeah, my mother's in East New York and she's all about changing the kids' lives, that, you know, and getting different people to speak. And, you know, people out there that touch people's lives in the youth and different hoods, a lot of times the rappers and the different celebrities from the hoods, they, they show these people love and they come through for them. My mother was a person that a lot of people came through for. So, um, you know, one, I just grew up different, man. You know, I grew up listening to Anita Baker all day long and different soulful music and all that. And uh, it just really wasn't much of a... Uh, I was waiting for uh, It wasn't much of a task for me to... Uh, Thank you. I don't know. When, I, when, it, when it came time when I wanted to be a rapper, there was this conversation that took place with Shaheem, the Rugged Child's manager, uh, Wiggs. Uh, shout out Tommy Wilson, my father's close friend at work. He came through. He said, yo, Joe, it's not here. You got to come where it's at because it ain't over here. And well, at that time, it definitely wasn't over there. And so I took my ass to Sabres. And it's uh, never been the same since. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never been the same since. You know, I had to go where the music was at. Had to go where the culture was at. In my neighborhood, they listened to, at the time, when you guys were listening to Rock Kim and all that, there were certain white boys in my neighborhood listening to Rock Kim. But you know what white boys they were? The ones that participated in the graffiti culture. Everybody else was listening to motherfucking, you know, crying over you. What's all I ever do? You know, Diamond Girl, you look so good. Huh? You know, I like the Diamond. I like the Diamond Girl shit, man. I do. Too. I love all. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Rob said, shout out Rob Love, man. You know, legend, my, my, my bro, he's a legend from the Def Jam era and all that. Yeah. Who you smoking? Who you smoking? <laughs> he over there smoking weed. Say what's up to Rob Love, y'all. Yo, yo, yo. You're smoking. Oh, <laughs> wedding cake. You guys might not know, man. Everything from DMX, Method Man, Red Man, all that, man. Right here, man. Right here. I guess I'm the building. What? KZ, all that, man. Everything, right? That's my man right there. You know what I mean? Um... Bro, I just had to go where the music was at because I wanted to do it. And so I went put my neck on the line. I got jumped into all these different gangs and the five percenters and all that. I put myself in there and I never turned around, bro. I've been praying to black Jesus ever since. So you, you your shit was a little different, yo, because I know of I know of people that kind of have that similar Italian background or whatever, and they basically their parents, there was a lot of pushback because they were doing the black, quote unquote, black shit. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't right. And it wasn't, but it wasn't a lot of support there. So you, you, were, it was different for you then. It wasn't. It wasn't. And even when I got to the hood, yeah, they knew I had what I had. They knew I was dope, but it, it wasn't enough for them to pay attention. It wasn't until my man Kalojiro told me, yo, Joe, man, do you not notice these dudes is taking our names and all that and doing all that? You got to be the Italian rapper, Joe. You got to, you got to add that to everything. And so I did. And when I did that, my friends in the projects loved it the most. And then I got a record deal, you know, nine months later. You know what I mean? So in hip-hop, it is very important to be exactly who you are. Because whoever you are, even if it's something that hip-hop music or, or that you think don't necessarily accept, when you are who you are and you participate in this culture, you're going to be okay because you're going to attract all the fans that, that feel the same way you do. So it was important for me to be who I really am, bro. And although I love hanging out in the projects and although I love... All the things that my friends in the projects love. I'm Jojo Pellegrino, bro. And I had to bring that to the table. And it wasn't until I did then, until I did that, that things started to pop off. So it makes sense. Makes sense. I feel it. I feel Jojo Pellegrino. I got yo, yo, in the where I'm from part two shit, I feel like I'm in the wit with you, son. Well, like, that's 
wanted you to feel, bro. I wanted, listen, hip-hop culture, everything's been done before. Like now I said, no idea is original. It's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do. It's how it's done. What I'm doing, though, has never been done. What I'm doing is the voice of, of people from the street, from New York culture, people that love hip-hop music, people that participated in all this flashy gangster shit that hip-hop music borrowed from or takes from or whatever, vice versa. You know, it only makes sense, man. I, I always thought that it would, I don't want to be the Italian rapper. I'm just the rapper that's Italian. Right. You know? right. no, I, I, I got you. I got you. But yo, is Staten Island like? Would you say Staten Island is kind of really clicky? That's that's what I've kind of experienced in my in my time fucking with heads. Like it's just it's a, it seems like a weird spot, man. Like I don't know. Bro, it's fourteen miles long and seven miles wide. I pretty much had sex with everybody that has female reproductive organs on the whole entire island. I mean, it's like. It happens that quick. The place is a small place, bro. So if you want a problem, it don't take long to get one. If you want to get some love or make some moves, it don't take long to get one. I'm only teasing. I didn't have sex with every girl on Staten Island, but I'm working on it. But, you know, but basically, Staten Island is just different, bro. You know, you know the deal. All the other four boroughs, they're all connected in a way. Everything Staten Island is different. It's a ferry boat, a ferry boat ride to get over there. But, but make no mistake, we got our hoods, we got our history, just like everything else. We got the Force MDs, and we got the Wu Tang Clan, and we got King Justin, Shaheem, the Rugged Child, and Dildo Pellegrino, and many, many other different things. And you know, and, and we're just participating, man, doing what we do. We got we got to hold down our 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 section. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. Yo, what's what's the um, what's the best pizza on the island? I only had one spot, and it was fucking dope. It was in Port Port Richmond Brothers. But what's the best pizza on the island? First off, the best pizzeria on the island is one that you can go into without getting shot while you're eating your pizza. And that's a place called Nornas. Nornas is in Great Kill. Shout out my man Franny. Did a lot of time in prison, came home, opened up a pizzeria, and they're rocking, bro. You know, it, it, pizza is a thing like music, man. Your opinion is your opinion. You know what I mean? You can't say it's the best pizza in New York because you might like your pizza well done and crispy. And another motherfucker might like his pizza all droopy and dry, you know, with the olive oil all over so it's different, bro. You know what I mean? But I would say I would recommend going to Nornas. Friends. Right. Yeah, great kills. I'm at the I'm a pizza snob. I'm from New Haven, man. So like we we love our pizza in New in New Haven. Like we we fucking like our, like our fucking shit. So that's why I asked. Fuck yeah, it. bro. You know we all love pizza, bro. It's quick and easy, bro. Yo, it's Woo Wednesday. I gotta ask, you fuck with Wu-Cats and your peoples and shit like that? I need to know. <laughs> Top five Wu. Top five Wu what? Members. I mean, well, bro, there's only nine of them, bro. To be, honest, to be quite honest with you, every one of them brings something unique to the game. That oh, no rank, rank off? Yeah. You know, what you, what you want me to say? Method Man, Ghostface Killer, Raekwon the Chef, there's three. What you want me to say? Capadonna, what you want me to say? I mean, I mean, old dirty bastard there, I did it. I did it. You know what I'm saying? I said, Old Dirty Bastard, Cavadonna, Method Man, Raekwon, and Ghostface Killer. I love the rest of the members. They're all my brothers. Nobody's better than nobody in that whole squad or whatever. Everybody's got something. I will say that Wu-Tang, in my opinion, well, I really feel like it's more than an opinion, but Wu-Tang is the greatest rap group of all time because they're still going, man. We out here. I'm out here with Rob Love. Rob, Rob Love worked a lot of Method Man. He put Method Man on the map. He's very familiar with the whole Wu-Tang business structure and everything. And we out here watching people walk up and down the block with Wu-Tang shirts. Listen, I love N.W.A. I love Public Enemy. I love Trap Pole Quest. I, I don't think I've ever seen one of their shirts, you know, ever. You know, and in Wu-Tang, you might see a baby rolling down the block in the stroller with a Wu-Tang onesie. And that's because for a simple reason that Wu-Tang is forever, bro. You know, and, 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 I, and, I, and I feel strongly about that. And, and, and I was even playing a record before I did for all of their kids called 7OD. Met the man's son, Fifth Power. You got son, Intel. Old Dirty Bastard, son, Young Dirty Bastard. And then there's, uh, then there's my man, Sun God. That's Sun God. Right, Sun God's my man, and he's a G. And I got them all on the same record, man. And I, I was so excited, man. You know, the, man, I could just say the Wu-Tang is forever, bro. No, I, listen. You're preaching to the choir. Um, fucking, as far as I'm concerned, I, I completely agree with you. I've always said they're the best best group. Impact is worldwide. I mean, like, it, it, like you don't, you may not know rap, hip hop at all, but you know who Wu Tang is. I mean, like, straight up. So. And if you don't, I can show you. And, and you, you'll feel it. They look Yo. like a basketball team with pistols. 
when did the light go off for you as far as this rap shit goes? Like, where you were like, yo, I really want to fucking do this shit. Like, I want to. Bro, it went off for me when I heard when the fat boys dropped. Falling in love is a serious thing to do. Now, falling in love ain't all that great. There's always a certain kind of risk to take. Like hanging out tough, you and the crew, when there's time to be spent with you know who. Talking on the phone with the one you love. Sticking real close like a hat and When I used to hear that, bro, I used to keep my headphones on and imagine myself because I wanted to be Bruce Lee. I mean, I was all into meditating and karate and being a ninja and tiny stars and all that. And I used to just black out, bro. And I was like, yo, I want to do this. And I started when I was 12. I got in the studio when I was 14 years old. I have a cousin who's a wise guy in that mob shit. He came home from jail and he grabbed some house music guy, literally, and he forced him to record me. And the very first time I went in the vocal booth, they pressed it to wax and it went to the radio. It was Anthony Ashton and, and uh, Bru uh, Bruce Bill. And so my life in hip hop, it was fast paced. But uh, I started when I was young, bro. Started when I was 14 in the studio, bro. My first time in the booth, that shit got pressed to vinyl. And I feel very, it wasn't because my cousin was a mafia dude and everybody was scared of him. It was because I was on a record with the guys, the Taino tribe. They did, yo, fellas, Boricua. Yo, fellas, Boricua Pase. I jumped on a record with them. And so that's why that shit went right to the radio. But my first record, my first time in the booth. Uh, and, and I never look back, you know, and you got to keep in mind also coming up, my best friend that showed me the ropes was Shaheem the Rugged Child. I'm sorry about the noise in the background, guys. Shaheem the Rugged Child was a gigantic superstar, you know, like nothing that anybody's ever seen before. And that was my best friend at the time. So to learn the ropes from him and to learn the game and how to move and how not to move and what mistakes not definitely to make, I learned that fucking with Shah. You know, Shah's home from jail right now. He just came home. He's on my album, Hitman 5, V2. And we'll work. Big up, big up to him. Uh, we did do an interview with him after, shortly after he got got came home and stuff like. Cause um, I fucked with Shaheem Heavy like since day one. Like that kid was like fucking. He was special, and 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 he's always been special. So um, yeah, we fucked with Shaheem Heavy, man. So big up to him. Big up to you know what I'm saying. And his people, you know what I'm saying. Rich twin, sweet twin. You know what I'm saying. Fucking whole squad. Big up to your man and my man who's on your joint, uh, Car Carlo Carlton Fisk. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. Yo, the first car, listen, listen, man. It's a guy from Park Hill Projects, right? And in the, in the era where all the drug kingpins is making the money, there's a guy that they pay every day just not to rob everybody. There's a guy that's just touching everything with two legs, and that's Carla Fisk. They start paying this guy not to rob the buildings and all that. He's the reason, one of the reasons why Wu-Tang Clan was nothing to fuck with. But at the same time, his very first rhyme he wrote because he's very knowledgeable and he loves music and he has a beautiful soft side to him too. The very first rhyme he wrote was, what evil lurks in the hearts of men It be that shadow street life coming again? I had a plot, a scheme I knew for sure, only one kick would knock the hinges off the door. The dread shot a jet, subpoena to his neck, 13 pounds on the table plus the neck. Yeah, 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 just when I said, where the fuck's the cream? Another dread coming out the kitchen with the M16. Yeah, that's Carlo. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's Carlo's first rhyme that he ever wrote. I know. He told that story. He told best me. Friend, that's Method Man's best friend. Right. The man, right at, fresh out of jail, he came right in and blessed the Method Man album on the first single. And he worked the record. All right? Yo, um, uh, PLO style, Buddha Monks with the Dow, Palm Fitz. You know what I mean? And the Sandman. And Carlo, those are the first two verses that Carlo ever wrote. I know. I know. He told us. He told us the story. He, he said Meth was just trying to keep him out of the street. He said, come to the studio. He said, come to the studio with me. He said, come to the studio. Just come, just come, just, just come, yo. And he just came to the studio and gave Meth the hardest feature on the whole album. He was about to, he was about to get into some shit. He said. <laughs> well, Carlo got, Carlo got into all sorts of shit after that. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody has their own journey. And right now, he's working on music. He's got new music out. Him and Meth is still tight. And you know, we doing what we gotta do, bro. Yo, Carlo, he's a good dude. Salute. Our grandsons have the same name. Like it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, like he's a he's a good brother, man. Big up, big up, Carlton Fisk, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I he 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 gave me a um exclusive. Let me pump that shit for for like two months before that shit dropped out. Big, big up DJ Nut. They did a joint. Nut out there, man. Shout you out, bro. Shout out London. Yeah, big up, big up. No ideas. Original. You know what I'm saying? Zagneef. That's not right. Um. Yeah. So.
Hold on. Get my questions back. So that was when the light bulb went off for you. Yo, what's one of your craziest moments on the road? You, I know you had some. I know, I know you had some crazy moments on the road. On on the road? Yes. I mean, yo, I was in Norway, right? And I had a menage a trois with these two girls, right? And it was like, yo, I mean, I made love to both of them. You have a menage a trois, you focus on one girl more than the other one, because the other one usually smells like Newports. But both of these girls were incredible, so I made sweet love to the both of them. And I wanted to stay there, and I wanted to sleep over. And they were like, yeah, spend the night. All I had was a butter knife that I sharpened on a brick wall for like two hours. Anyway, I left that night because something told me not to sleep here this night. I went home. They arrested them two bitches for smuggling cocaine from Chicago to Norway that night. They came through and arrested. They had their titties out. on Because in the news, in other countries, when they arrest you, if I get arrested naked, that means my dick is going to be on the news. They don't hold back in other countries. So they arrested these girls naked. I, I'm the one that took their clothes off that night. And they had them the next day with their titties all out, and they arrested them for kilos from Chicago. That might be one crazy thing. Right? I, I think this is the clip that we were going to probably use for promo. Um, really? All right, so should I say, like, go into further detail? I mean, no, it's, 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 it's what you said. The first thing that out of your mouth was uh, you told me, you said, I'm going to say some knucklehead shit. I got it verbatim, and I quote, so. Uh, this qualifies. I mean, fuck it. I know you don't write your questions down, bro. I know you don't write your questions down, do you? Yeah. I, I, I mean, okay. I, have, I have a general outline, and, and I try to, and a, but wherever it goes, it goes. I mean, but I have some things I try to cover, you know what I'm saying? But like, a Virgo? Huh? Are you a Virgo? Gemini. Oh, Gemini, okay. Oh, you, <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah. So no, but so I have I have some. I mean, I, I I like to be organized, man. You know what I'm saying? And like, so I, that's really really important to me. I can't just I don't just do shit off the cuff. Like, if it's going to be off the cuff, it needs to be established. Bro, I watch your stuff all the time. It's official, bro. But the point is to make it seem like we just fucking chopping it up, which is what we are. I just got a few. I mean, it's just just to grow. I mean, hit the blunt and write some shit down, y'all. I mean, come on. Yeah, so here with you right now, bro. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Big up everybody in the show. JoJo Pellegrino, episode 57. Rob Love, Death Jam, special yeah, appearance. What's the name of the show, bro? I want you guys to go follow Rob Love, right? It's I, I am Rob Love, right? I am Rob Love. Go check out my man, man. He's one of the yeah. legends. Death Jam, yeah. many things in the music business. All of our favorite rappers, you know, he promoted their records before we got the vibe out to them and all that. And he's got a show right now where he interviews, uh, gets a lot of insight from people behind the scenes. It's called Behind yeah. the Records. I want you guys to follow him. I am Rob. I am Rob. I am Rob Love, right? I am Rob Love. Yes, sir. Word, 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 word. Yo, we're going to play a joint, though, just real quick. A little bit of a joint. My, All right. My favorite joint. I mean, you're not everybody. You, you, you in a loud space, but everybody else in the show will be able to hear it. I love this shit. Yo, the album is fire, man. Hitman for Hire. Part two, yo. to play. Huh? You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Shout everybody out on the check-in. Fucking get my, I gotta get my, I gotta get my fucking shit. USB audio. You know, got shit. Fox audio. All right, let's go. Let's go. It's the, it's the, it's the, the, the oh. shit. It's the motherfucking shit, nigga. Shit, man, yeah, nigga. This is your You could, I mean, this is, yo, this shit fire right here, man. Thank you, bro. I wish that shit was all over the radio, man. I feel like that's a, a dope hip-hop. It's hard to make a hip-hop radio record. 
I feel like I got two radio. I feel like I got two hip hop radio records on there. I got Let Me Know, and I got It's Working. Yeah, I mean it's it's really hard because you gotta really. I mean, I mean honestly, if you're gonna make a hip hop, a quote unquote hip hop in 2020, 2021 record, it's gotta be. You gotta have those crazy hi hats in there. It's gotta be you know a little bit trappy. I mean, that's you know you wanna have something that's just a little above, bro. Sometimes it's just about the vibration, man. Don't always got to be a message. You just got to vibrate, bro. Of, of course. But, uh, but what I'm saying is, like, right, like, I bet, you know, like, there's certain songs you can make right now, like, certain songs over certain certain type of beat that you can make right now that would just take off, right? You, you, do you agree? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's you know, I mean. funny thing is, is, you know, people be like, yo, that's a Method Man beat. Nah, that's the Kung Fu intro to his album. They never right. made it out of that. No, 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 no. that bitch since the first day I heard it. Shout out Dom Stacks. So we had to go and do what we do. Shout out everybody on the check-in, man. I see you guys. We back. Yo, you got some dope features on there. You got Shaheem on there. That shit is fire. What's your favorite joint on there? Yeah, uh, my, um. Or one of them. I mean, there's something about that record threat with RJ Payne. Yeah. That shit feels good. You know, I freestyled on that record. How many rappers got the balls to freestyle on something that RJ Payne and then send it to him afterwards? You guys don't uh -huh. got balls like that. They don't got balls like that. He's a, he's, he's a monster. Rest in peace, Biz Marquis. One thing about Biz Marquis that he taught everybody, if you were paying attention, was to have fun with it. And so RJ Payne, you know, he's busting 10 guns off. I said, let me have fun with it. So I have fun with it. And I freestyle and have fun. Let RJ just go berserk on that bitch. You know, and, and he fun enough did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Word. We're going to play a little bit of another one. What, what you, which one do you want to hear, man? I mean, I don't know, man. I, lo I love the whole album, man. But let's hear It's Working. All right. Here we go. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. They said they got the work on the block, huh? They said they got a team full of shooters, huh? Where that? Where that? I don't see it, huh? They said they put the whole hood on, huh? They said they got the work on the block, huh? They said they got a team full of shooters, huh? Where that? Where that? Watkins, right, Watkins. Somebody, my man, my man Watkins, part of my carrying the culture virtual street team, said you can bang that shit in the club and shut it down. That's yeah, that's, that's a bet. That's what that's for, man. That's what it's for. Oh, Bambalina, I see you. Ciao, Balenza. Yeah, baby. You see me? I'm in here with good company right now. We got Rob Love from Def Jam. Worked on my favorite records of all my favorite rappers. We got Swinger right here. I got a new artist that we getting ready to sign and do big things for. I'm feeling blessed right now. I'm on the yo, man moving the culture. This guy right here, yo, you don't want to play with him. Your new name from the culture? Nah, that's his name then. Oh, that's your name? Oh, yo, bro, listen. What I want to do for you is I think you should move the culture. Follow me. <laughs> I don't want to follow you. <laughs> that's how you move the culture. Yeah, he's a hell of a producer, man. He's doing a lot of things, man. So look, I, I fucks with anybody that's nice. If he nice, I fuck with anybody. Yo, yeah. tell your man, tell your man Rob Love, I want to get him on the show, man. We talk some Def Jam shit. Oh, shit. Let's say you want to see that. Now you want Rob Love on the show. Rob, they want you to come on the show one day and pop some shit. Yo, what up, 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 what up? Guys, good, man. I'm trying to schedule that, schedule that and have you on. We talk some Def Jam shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, what's good? Yeah. Well, I'm saying that. I mean, oh, I was saying like we no, we you and I would link up and schedule like a full a full build. 
All right, let's do it. I'm with it. So, so I, I, I get you, your shit is I am Rob Love, right? Yes, sir. Tune in to me and Grand Poobah. The Grand Poobah from Brand Newbians tomorrow on my show. Okay, word. I'll I, I jump in, man. Eight p.m. I'm gonna shout you out. Let them know I'm gonna be on your show. I'll jump in and check it out, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll follow and all that shit, and we'll, we'll link up, man. All right, that's what it do. Word. Word. Peace. It is. There love it is. is love. Salute one. There it is, guys. Rob, Rob's worked all your favorite records off of Def Jam, man. You yeah, let's, let's probably let's, only know the favorite handicap artists, too. Oh, and all your favorite handicap artists, too. All the favorite, like Handyman. Remember Handyman from... Handyman from fucking um, In Living Color. I don't know. You can't do that out loud. The liquor kicking in for these cats. Is the liquor kicking in? Rap artist, he said. Massive rap, not handicap. Is the liquor kicking in? Yeah, yeah, we having fun, bro. We're over here feeling blessed, man. We got a really dope artist that we're getting ready to introduce to the world, and we feeling good. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, we, oh man. I guess sign me. I'll be the first one. Yeah, man, we up in here, man. Moving the culture. Shout you out, yo, bro. You know, we we made it a group thing because we got all hip hop people at the table here, so we all, we all have a man. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Watch Yo, you, you doing any more videos for, for yeah. the album? Yeah, I got a video coming for It's Working. I got a video with OT The Real coming. I got one with Gorilla Nems coming. Yeah, I was going to say, you got the Bada Bing shit coming. Bada fucking Bing shit coming, right? Yeah, well, you know, Nems is crazy, man. So we got to get that one in, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you got, I was gonna say y'all got to do a video for that shit. Yo, I, could, I, yeah. I had a whole... I, I had son. I had crazy visions, you know. <laughs> Something else. Private reserve. What up? I see you, bro. Yo, I got you, private reserve. I got you, bro. What motivates you right now, man? Twenty years into the game, twenty plus years into this shit. Like, why? Why are you still doing this shit? Because people are always looking to be inspired. And as long as people are looking to be inspired and as long as people are looking to be educated and as long as people are looking for new ideas, I don't know about the education department, but inspiration and new ideas, I got a whole bunch, bro. And this hip hop thing, it's the most powerful, powerful thing on, on earth, bro. There's no more powerful way of communicating. You see that right now in this world, everybody's sensitizing everything. You can't say this. You can't say that. Us rappers. And I look a little different from the rest of the rappers, but I'm going to throw myself in there. We get to say whatever we want to say. You can't censor us. So hip-hop is always going to give you, you want to know what's really going on, you just got to tap in. And that's what keeps me going, knowing that everybody taps in when they want their information and they want their inspiration. They tap into hip-hop music. And I love this with all my heart and soul, bro. I put my life on the line for this. I mean, I, I do it continuously. I almost died again the other day. I mean, it just it never stops, bro. Love this so much. It's just a matter of getting around the right people and putting the music out the right way so people can actually hear it. Because you might be the greatest thing in the whole world, and you're inspiring people around you and inspiring people in front of your building. But it's not until you embrace some business sense and move forward and put yourself out there with the right people to promote and market you, so you can now get your message and your inspiration out to everybody. And that's what inspires me, bro. You know, right now I'm running around doing Jojo Pellegrino. Right? It's like a don't call it a comeback, whatever the case is, right? It's not going as smooth and as fun as it was the first time when I got a big record deal and I had Chris Lighty driving me around. But you got to do other things, man. You know what I mean? Um, when I come to a brother like Rob Love and I say Jojo Pellegrino, Jojo Pellegrino, he tells me here's what Jojo Pellegrino needs to do. And then tells me a bunch of shit that's really difficult to do, bro. But I have an artist now. When I bump into people like Wendy Day, when I bump into people like James Cruz, when I'm hanging out smoking cigars with Kevin Lyles, and they say, yo, Joe, man, you got to keep doing your music. But at the same time, Joe, you see how you're standing here with me? People can't do this. Work your relationships and do what you do. It'll only help Jojo Pellegrino in the long run, and that took time. And here I am. You know, I bumped into Rob Love. I was with Method Man, and we were hanging out or whatever. I bump into Rob Love, and Rob Love starts telling me about Joseph Pellegrino. Well, here's what we can do. I said, yo, Rob, hold on. I got this kid named Bubba Baba. And, and, I, and I'm on my grown-up shit. 
I got an artist right now who we got about to put out, and he's gonna immediately go fast. And that's what I gotta do. And that only empowers Jojo Pellegrino, not only as a human being and a businessman, but also as an artist. Because you know, there's such thing as being a threat. And I don't want to view myself as a threat because I come in peace. But apparently I'm a threat because I go extremely hard and you know I don't stop, nothing breaks my spirit. You know, I say whatever I want to say, I don't bite my tongue. I use whatever I look like to an advantage or whatever the case is, you know, as a weapon. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I just keep going, bro. I love this stuff, man. Showing up as the breeze is blowing. I'm feeling it right now. I know you do too, bro. I can feel it. I can close my eyes and, and, and smell the cologne I had on when Dasapex's album came out. That's how much I love music. I sacrifice everything for this. And I'm not going to stop until I have inspired or have my chance to inspire the world. Because I like to inspire two or three people. But when you get with people like that, now you get the chance to inspire large amounts of people and induce thoughts and bring about change. And these are the things that hip-hop does, just a few of the things that hip-hop is able to do. Hip-hop is more potent and powerful than any form of politics. It just is what it is, man. And now that it's an independent game, it finally gives independent artists and artists out there who necessarily are not willing to conform or do something or say something that they don't want to say. It gives you a chance now to say and do whatever you want to do and still be successful. And a lot of people are doing that. And so I'm taking notes from all these brothers, and I'm doing what I'm doing, bro. And I know for you, you like, what? This shit, for real. Um, so you had said in the interview, though, like, like you're still not necessarily where you want to be. Where do you want to be? I want to be where everybody says, yo, that's Jojo Pellegrino. I'm telling what I'm saying. What he going to do? Because I'm in the streets. We can go hard. We going to go real. That's it. can't do nothing to me. Yo, they go Jojo. can't do nothing to me. Yo, you know what he did? Yo, you know what he got? I'm dead. Yo, you know what he said? Yo, you know what he's doing? So, you, that's it. So that's, how you, that's how we doing it? Do you have, you know, you got any other aspirations? Have you done any acting? I can see you, like, on some... Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a, I, I've been in court. I've been in court. I had lots of court dates over the last few years. And, you know, I did my thing. They believed me. It was very, you know, I delivered it properly on point. My emotion was there. My facial expressions were there. And I, and I, and I did my thing. And when I walked out of there, once I made a, one, one time I made a judge cry. And once I made the judge cry, I said, yo, I'm an actor. And I'm going to get this shit popping. Have you done any other shit? Nah, bro, I love this music shit, bro. I do the music shit, bro. I put my neck on the line for this music. I work... I worked with kid, with children that have special needs when I was a kid. Uh, no, I'm saying even as a, I'm talking. No, seriously though, for real. Like I, yo, I, I think everybody in here, I can see you. Yeah, you're a charismatic dude, yo. So I can see you like. Thank you. I yeah, see. I, I can see you fucking like on. I had a yo. I was smoking some weed. I was smoking before the show, and I was like, yo, I can see this cat on some like. Staten Island, like Italian, um, secret agent shit, though, like some slick shit, man, for real, man. So, like, yo, so guys, make no mistake, I'm just a black man that had that had to endure a terrible bleach accident when I was a kid. Everybody, yo, show some love if you think JoJo Pellegrino should be doing some acting, some fucking comedy shit. Yo, we need this. Yo, you got more? No, for real, for real, son. Like I'm saying, I'm saying this from like some real shit. You got more to offer, so like if you're looking at lanes, I'm telling you. That's but you know what, bro? You know when you say lanes, when you tell that to a, uh, when you talk all this lane stuff to a, uh, a real estate guy, he looks at an actor and a rapper as the same thing, entertainment. And so I'm here to entertain. So I want to entertain, bro. And if I got to do that, telling you jokes, I'll do it. If I got to do that rapping, I'll do it no matter what. Threesomes in Norway. Yeah, yo, we need a. I want another story. Fuck that, yo. I know you got another one. What do you want? Any, any, yo, just wrap it up. Fucking, I know you got mad shit. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't. Come know. on, man. A tour, okay, all right. Uh, yo, listen. I mean, I'm not trying to have you air out your business, but like, my point is, yo, like, I like understanding who I'm fucking with. Like, like. You make dope music. I've known about you for a minute, but it's like, yo, like, I want to know, like, yeah. Dress from Black Sheets told us a story about how he threw a snowball at some chick after he was hooking up with whatever, and you know what I'm saying? So, 
Uh, I mean, I'll tell you a story. Uh, I'll tell you. But it doesn't have to be a threesome. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't got to. I'll I, I tell you a story. Um, rest in peace to the late, great Chris Lighty, the greatest manager to ever do in the hip-hop business. Um, a lot of the things that he told me and tried to teach me, I didn't get until now. And, uh, you know, here's a story. One thing that Chris used to be fixated on was he wanted me to sleep with Britney Spears. And he brought me to California and he put me with Dr. Dre and making music and all that. And, um, and then everywhere I went at night, Britney Spears was there, you know, because Chris lined it up or whatever the case was. And uh, at the time, I was not attracted to anybody who looks like they could be related to me. So it never happened or whatever the case was. But that's a pretty interesting story. That, I don't know. Somebody wanted to sleep with Britney Spears. You know, he said, you have to do it. I said, I can't do it, bro. I'm out here fucking with all these Puerto Ricans and shit. He was like, nah, bro. He's like, yo, bro, you got to see Britney Spears. Uh, I, I, I can't figure out why. I don't know if he wanted me to be that baby father that she had. I don't know what he, I don't know what he wanted or what his vision was, but I always found that to be very interesting. Uh, I don't know. I'm almost sorry I asked for a story. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you a story. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a story. Here's this. All right. The closest I came to sleeping with Britney Spears was smoking weed with Justin Twistenbake. I mean, Twist Timberlake. Uh, and Howard Stern used to call him what he said. The, what was that? In sync, right there, in right. He was an in sync. So, in sync, he used to call him, and then the Backside Boys he used to call the other group. Yeah, I so, bet. Yo, so am I original? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Yo. Nah, don't edit that out. What you talking no, about? I'm just fucking I'm just fucking... Nothing's getting edited out. I want, I want to do my ad We're not editing out shit. Bring that back. I want to do my ad libs, bro. We're not editing out shit. Trust. Yo, you said you back. did say it on. Back. Uh, All right. Yo, what? <laughs> Yo. All right. All right. Like, control. <laughs> control of <off> the <laughs> Yo, yo. Oh, shit. Backstreet Boys. Shout out you guys out. <laughs> Shout out to the Backstreet Boys, I guess, right? Shout out um, to Stone and that, whatever his name. Yo, you said in the interview at one point, uh, you did say that, uh, that, that an MC can be too lyrical. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, man. I mean, it, yo, it's like, yo. It's like, yo, man. I know the difference between a battle and a spelling bee. You know what I mean? Like, nobody in the street that turned out to be a rap legend looked at it like, yo, you doing multi-syllable, like, yo, bro, I've been saying whole sentence rhymes since the late 90s. I don't know I'm doing multi-syllable. I'm just rapping. Don't, don't, don't tell me I'm doing multi-syllable because now I feel I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to just turn this into work. And, and if you're one of them lyrical-ass, spelling bee-ass, cornball-ass rappers, I don't like that shit, man. And just remember that everybody out there who the best rapper they say alive was, you know what he said? Who the fuck is this? Paging me of six, morning, yawning, cold down my eye, barbershop. You know, why? Because they ain't the same as spelling bee, bro. What's too lyrical for you? Like, what? Because like, I hear that term, right? Like, just to me, I want some real shit. See, this is why I think it's all we get all these we got all these terms now. And to me, you're lyrical. Like I, I think you're a lyrical dude. Like yeah, I don't but, think but I'm a meathead. I don't I don't write my rhymes Indian style with an encyclopedia. You know what I'm saying? And if you do, I don't like I don't really fuck with you. I like rappers that didn't have encyclopedias, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I like it like that, bro. I, this is not school, bro. You know, I mean and and outside, the spelling bee rappers never moved anybody outside the way the, the outside rappers do. Let's just be real, bro. And we can talk about the suburbs. They're only going to follow whatever the hood says is the shit. So we can leave them out for a second. You know, and so if the hood said that Biggie Smalls was the shit, Biggie Smalls is the shit. And that's why you got guys like Cannabis saying the greatest rapper of all time died on Mars night. We both know that Cannabis can put more words together than Biggie Smalls. But we could both also agree that we heard Cannabis say that Biggie Smalls was, was, was the best that ever did. He died on March 9th. So this is not a spelling bee. This is not school. This is you challenging, channel, channeling your energy, challenging the system, and, and, and bending the rules, bro. You know, we, you know, when you cut school, you do this. I don't like making this into schoolwork, bro. And so, yeah, you can't be too lyrical. Lyrical, spiritual, miracle. Nobody wants to hear that, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a level... 
where to me it's too much personally. I mean, I think there's some and yo prodigy. And my man Big Twin said that like prodigy like really helped him to like. He said like yo, it doesn't have to be all crazy. Like he said, just give it, give him some real. Sh it doesn't gotta. Yo prodigy yep. wasn't like fucking. You know what I'm saying? Just fill in the blanks. Just fill in the blanks. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Shout out my man, Twin. He got a new strain out there in California. Shout out, Twin. I love you, bro. Yeah, man. The blanks, bro. This is supposed to be effortless. All of our favorite stars in hip-hop do this effortlessly. So if I see you trying, I already don't fuck with you. I got you. I got you. Yo, would you advise anybody to, to do this right now? Like, I mean, you've been in it for a while, but would you advise... Like as far as people coming out, because I've heard I've heard different answers. Some artists are like, "Hell no!" Like, yo, like, yo, do some other shit. And in addition to this, some artists, some artists are like, "Yo, like, yes, do your shit." First, first and foremost, I say that, that any rapper out there right now will tell you no. But any artist out there, which is a lot of people call rappers artists, a lot of rappers are not artists. They just come through and say what they say. They they don't stick around for their mixes. They don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I will, I, that, that, I will say that. I will say that. Man, with this rap shit, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to veer off of your question, bro. I was just about to say something else. Tell me exactly where we at with the question right now. Would you advise anybody to do this? Right yes. Now? Yes. Now is the time, man. Now, what? Now is the era where you could do this from your mom's living room, and you could be a weirdo, something that the society's not used to. And you could pop off right from your mom's living room. Why wouldn't I tell you to do this? Back in the days, I tell you no, you might get beat up. Now I tell you yes, go for yours. It's an independent person's game. Go for yours and get yours, man. Do what you gotta do, man. Use your gifts, use your talents. You know, a lot of people, you know, I see a lot of the people that are less gifted and less talented winning because they have a business sense. This is a business, just like anything else, man. And in this particular business right now, the forecast says that you are now in a position more than ever to force big people's hands, right? Put the music out there, represent, market your shit, distribute it, be who you really are, which is always the key. So if, if you happen to be a gay rapper, go ahead and be that gay rapper, man. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Because hip-hop don't turn their back on nobody. It's when you start acting like you something that you're not. That's when hip-hop starts turning your back on you. If little Nas X would have came out and told us what it was from Jump, Said, all right. A lot of people want to come in the gate, make them believe there's something else, and then try to do this. You got rappers out there right now, and and and, and I don't want to get too much into this. Maybe I shouldn't at all. Maybe I shouldn't at all, right? But you got rappers that make them believe that there's something they're not just to get attention. You know what I mean? And that might even be making believe you're a gangster, or it might be that you're a full-blown man that only likes women, but you decided to put a dress on. Cause you want to get that gay love, you want to get that attention. That's beautiful and that's fine. And that's that's fine, and you're entitled to that. But in hip hop music, it's real simple, man. It's like yo, if you don't come as you are, bro, well then, no telling how you're gonna leave this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Come as you are. Come as you are, whoever you are. Just be that person and do what you're doing. Now's the best time for you to do that. Be very successful, sell records and all that shit, being exactly who you are. I hope I didn't say anything to offend anybody because everybody on this earth is created equal. Everybody has equal opportunity, and, and I, I am nobody's judge. Everybody's beautiful until they show them their ugliness. And uh, I'm just talking about hip-hop music and how you could be original and do whatever you want to do. And I use that as an example because that's something that everybody runs from. They're so afraid of that. You know, but the truth is is that if you, you know, hip-hop hip is a perfect platform for you to speak your mind, no matter who you are. Just come as you are. Facts. Yeah, just be yourself, man, because you're quickly weeded out if you're not. Like, we see through that shit, man. People see through that shit. It's like, come on, man. And, and then you, you, then once your credibility is lost in this fucking shit, it's, 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 it's really. Right. Well, <laughs> right. Whereas well, that, if you just come out the gate where who you are, you'll be the shit. You're climbing a mountain. What you got going on? Um, you know, so what do you have going on after this show? Like, I mean, are you planning anything? Some artists. Some yeah. artists from, from our era kind of don't don't really, you know, they still they still pump shit. Maybe a year every project every year. Other artists are like no, really pumping uh, shit. No. You know, I can't really tell. Like right now, this Conway record I have, you know, it, it, it landed in full rotation on Shade Four Five. Shout out to Ron Mills, which is a sign for me to slow down. 
because I was getting ready to put the next album out. I don't want to fuck up the algorithm and what's going on. And a lot of people that are, you know, finally doing some good things for me, they're telling me, yo, Joe, can I, can I finish doing what I'm doing before you do that? Yeah, all right, you know, so, so I pull back. But I got, I got two, three, I got three more albums mixed, mastered, ready to go. Got a new artist named uh, Mateo. We're doing that right now. And, uh, you know, he's going to take the world by storm. And I firmly believe I have the next Mark Anthony. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm concentrating on. You know, and, uh, you know, I bump into a lot of people in my travels, you know, and, you know, they, they always wanted to see me win. But uh, they can't always hand me the, uh, you know, a lot of people say, Joe, I got to be honest with you. They won't let me let you win. But I can tell you how you can do it. And so I've been doing that all these years. And, and look where I'm at, right? But now I said, let me be a big boy, man. I started bumping into everybody again, Kevin Lyles, Wendy Day. And these people say, Joe, you got relationships with executives. Do your thing. Get on the phone. Make Put the pieces together. Put things together. Do what you got to do. And so I started doing that. And as soon as I started doing that, I'm a reputable guy. I'm an honest man. I always say, do what I say I'm going to do and do what I say I'm going to do, vice versa. And so here I am. We got this new artist named Mateo. And I, and I firmly believe that he's going to be the biggest thing in the world I, I, in Latin music. I really do. And I'm excited to do that, bro. Dope. That's dope, man. I mean, it's making, making moves. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, we're going to get on out of here. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, everybody, for joining in. This this page here, 5E, is not the page we do our jump off on. It's really carrying the culture. IG fucks with me, so we had to do it here. But So if you fuck with us, it's carrying the culture. We're going to put this up on YouTube. Thank you, JoJo Pellegrino. Hey, thank you, man. Everybody follow me, at JoJo Pellegrino on Instagram, at JoJo Pellegrino on Twitter, at JoJo Pelle on, on TikTok. Hey, yo, carrying the culture, man. I appreciate what you do, bro. You put a lot of dope records up. You make me smile once a day at least, bro. Uh, that, that's, that's good. That's, yo, that's what it's about, man. We always going to post some stupid shit. Knucklehead shit. I'm going to use that phrase forever. So, no, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for this, you know, fucking Thanks. tapping it up, just building and everything. So, salute everybody. And I'll tag you when we um, get it all on YouTube, all right? Shout you out, yo, bro. Thank you for everything you contribute to the culture, bro. Literally, culture. Thank you for having this interview. I appreciate it. I know I'm here a little hectic or whatever. But you know this is this is good though, bro. It's you all good. Call, it's organic. You, you linked me up. You linked me up with somebody I wouldn't have linked up with. So That's right. Good. My man's a big dog, bro. Oh, I met the man Jay Z, Red Man. We're good. <laughs> and he, anyway, from all the way from Dead Presidents. That's him. We you know, good. You know, so we, man. You know, we making moves, and you called it a great time, man. Because we over here doing this. I let them know what it was, and everything is good, man. No, it's all love, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Ryan, for setting this up. Appreciate everybody for being here. We'll tag you. And everybody, be good, man. Be safe tonight, all right? That's oh, why. God bless. Peace. Salute.